Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've talked before about uh, robocalls and junk phone calls and how much I hate them. And they've actually been slowing down a little bit lately, but I think it's merely a matter of just what time of the year it is and they seem to come and go. But but a huge story broke last week and I saw it written up in a ton of places. A lot of people sent it to me. But John Brodkin wrote a great piece on it for Ars Technica and he does great work. And here's the situation. We've heard before that the FCC is going to crack down on robocallers. And every now and then they announce that, oh, yeah, we, we caught this robocalling company that was enabling billions of phone calls. So we fined them a billion dollars. And, of course, fines never get paid. The company just goes belly up and they start over and do it again. So the FCC then said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to require companies that operate in America to file robocall mitigation plans with us. they they got to tell us what they're doing. We're, we're, we're going to let them take care of themselves, but they got to file a robocall mitigation plan with us. And if they don't file the plan, they're in trouble. But if they file the plan, good. And then they got to follow that plan. And, of course, laws are only as good as they are enforced. So if there's a law that nobody enforces, the law is meaningless. It's just simply taking up space on the books somewhere, like the blue books behind me. It's a state law. But this, of course, is the federal law. So the most insane robocall mitigation plans that telephone companies follow the FCC is the headline of the article. Because the FCC received blank pages, a Windows printer test, and an indiscernible object. And they apparently didn't quite realize that that's what had been filed because I guess nobody has the job of checking to see the robocall mitigation plans exist, let alone if they work. 20 phone companies may soon have all their voice calls blocked by U.S. carriers because they didn't submit real plans for preventing robocalls. Now, you're going to go, Steve, but, but they're saying they're going to back this up. We'll see about that. The 20 carriers include a mix of U.S.-based and foreign voice service providers that submitted required robocall mitigation plans to the FCC a couple years ago. So it's been a couple years. Oh, we just discovered this now. The problem is that some of the carriers' submissions were blank pages. Others were bizarre images or documents that had no relation to robocalls. So somebody goes, what's your plan? I submitted it. See, I hit send. I, oh, yeah, I see something's in the inbox. We'll, we'll look at that in a couple of years. The strange submissions included a PNG file depicting an indiscernible object, one document titled Windows Printer Test Page, an image that depicted the filer's taxpayer profile on a Pakistani website, and a letter that stated, unfortunately, we do not have such a document. So without such a document, um, they filed that, and the FCC accepted it for filing, apparently. Yesterday's announcement said the agency's enforcement bureau issued orders demanding that 20 non-compliant companies show cause in 14 days as to why the FCC should not remove them from the database. So basically, they've all got 14 days to fix this problem. So if they had a plan, they could file it. They don't have a plan. Well, they still got two years of robocalls that they got to make while ignoring this enforcement. The orders focus on the certification requirements and do not indicate whether the companies carry large amounts of robocall traffic. So we don't know how big these people would be, but each one can hurt, as you know. Each company will be given an opportunity to cure any deficiencies in its robocall mitigation program or explain why its certification is not deficient. So they get to October 30th. The companies could be removed from the FCC's robocall mitigation database. Removal would oblige other phone companies to block all of their calls. And whether the other companies will do that, we don't know. Because it appears that the FCC really has no power to do anything, at least as far as robocalls go. 
Because every single time they talk about how they're going to do something down the road. Going to do something down the road. Here they go. We got them all the file plans. Yeah, great plans. Uh, we do not have such a document. So the FCC also explained that commission rules prohibit any intermediate provider or terminating voice service provider from accepting voice traffic directly from any voice service provider or gateway provider, including any foreign voice service provider using North American numbering plan resources that does not appear in the robocall mitigation database. And of course, these people all are still there and they will be there at least until the 30th. And again, if they get kicked out, they can go, well, we got two years where we got to just sail by. The companies filed their certificates back in 2021 or in some cases earlier. The FCC issued warnings in January and February of last year by informing each company that's robocall mitigation program attachment contained with the certification may have been uploaded in error because it does not satisfy our requirements. So they notified them over a year ago, year and a half ago, that this is insufficient. And apparently, over a year and a half, these people still haven't responded because they don't have to respond until October 30th. According to the FCC, the companies did not respond or update their robocall mitigation plans. It isn't clear why it took the FCC roughly 20 months to move from the initial warnings to cutting the companies off from U.S. networks. So Ars Technica contacted the FCC today, and we'll update the article if they get a response. So this is crazy, but it all goes back to that stir-shaken protocol. <laughs> the FCC requires voice providers to certify that the robocall mitigation database that they have fully implemented, stir-shaken, or have instituted a robocall mitigation program to ensure they are not originating illegal robocalls. And, of course, we get bombarded daily because this ain't working. It's one of the other things that ain't working. They should come up with a, uh, an acronym, ain't working, as opposed to stir shaken. I mean, mine makes more sense. So among the strange submissions that the FCC got, uh, one company, the robocall mitigation plan attached to the certification was a PNG file depicting an indiscernible object. Uh, another one said the robocall mitigation plan attached was a document titled Windows Printer Test Page. So they simply turned their printer on, hit a test page, and submitted that. The robocall mitigation plan attached to another one consisted of a signed declaration without additional content or context. So the CEO of the company signed a blank declaration. Uh, one wrote the robocall mitigation plan uh, contained a letter unrelated to robocall mitigation from Harvard Business Services, Inc., and that's not the name of this company. Another one attached a plan to its certification containing only the company's business address. That's our plan. It's our address. I got your plan right here. That's our address right here. <laughs> Another one attached a PNG that depicted the filer's taxpayer profile on a Pakistani government website. Another was a signature page on company letterhead, with no substantial content or context. <laughs> no substantive content or context. Uh, and one was a letter that stated, unfortunately, we do not have such documents. And there are more, and they're just as silly. So what is really going on here, this happened 20 times, and it appears it did, is that the robocall providers couldn't file a robocall mitigation plan because that put them out of business. But somebody realized, you just file something, and they don't look at it. It's the greatest thing ever. So word gets out in the community, and people are just filing gibberish. And it takes the FCC a while to get around to it and go, hey, this looks like gibberish. There's nothing here. This looks like an indiscernible object. 
So we don't know if they react right away or they notice that a few other companies do it. Next thing you know, 20 companies have scoffed at this law. So now they contact them and say, look, guys, we're serious. You've got to file a robocall mitigation plan by October 30th. And if you don't, you're going to lose your ability to continue breaking the law. So I'll tell you what's going to happen here. I'm going to predict the future. Um, the same way I predicted the future with the MSU U of M game. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Before the game started, I told my friends, and I texted it, and I have a text to prove it. I said, guys, 50 to nothing. Final score is 49 to nothing. But they yanked the starters in the third quarter. Okay? I, I can't predict that. However, here's what's going to happen. Of these 20 companies, five or six of them aren't going to respond at all. They don't care. And the FCC is going to go, fine, you guys out of business. They're going to say, okay. And they're going to change their names and pop up as something else. The remainder will file stuff that is somewhere between zero and 100 on a scale of 100 that sort of looks like a mitigation plan, meaning they're going to file something that says, oh, going forward, we will mitigate robocalls. That is our plan. And they'll label that as the robocall mitigation plan. And they might even, like, I don't know, go to an AI site and have ChatGPT write a robocall mitigation plan and go, uh, this is your prompt. The FCC wants you to write a robocall mitigation plan for a small telephone company. Whatever it spits out, they attach, they file. They don't follow it. They don't implement the plan. They simply submit something that looks like a plan. That's what's going to happen. Okay, that's what's going to happen. And by the way, I know some people right now are already typing, going, Steve, you predicted 50 to nothing. And the game came out as 49 to nothing. I got to admit, that's a mathematical problem if you're looking for that kind of certainty in this world. But they beat the spread by over 25 points. Okay? That was my real prediction. So when someone says, Steve, what's the score of the game going to be? I go 50 zip. Comes up to be 49 zip. I call that a win for both me and the Wolverines. But I've digressed. So this is a great article by John Brodkin. I'm glad he's on top of this. And I hope he follows up on this because, like I said, these companies can't comply, so they won't comply. They don't want to comply, but they just got two years of a pass from the FCC because the FCC didn't bother looking at the filings. If they did, they didn't seem to care. And so that's our government agency, the FCC, hard at waste with our tax dollars. So John Brodkin, Ars Technica, thanks for writing us. The most insane robocall mitigation plans that telephone companies follow the FCC included blank pages, a Windows printer test, and an indiscernible object displayed on a page. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one.